Today on The Grid, it is open Q&A day. We're taking your questions on all sorts of topics, from photography to Lightroom to Photoshop to whatever. The K-Man, Kuna Man, Canaham, the real Rocket Man is here. He's got some exciting news. We've got some very cool giveaways to give away. Mm -hmm. mm, that's it, too. Giveaways to give away to someone watching the show live today. And it is probably going to be, and I'm going to make a prediction here, a fun, fun day on the grid. And when does this all start? When does this madness and mayhem start? In about 23.2 seconds. Let's go. Grid is brought to you by Platypod, the tripod alternative that is changing the world. Everybody has a Platypod. You should too. Go to platypod.com. Hey, oh, welcome everybody. It's another live episode of The Grid. Must be Wednesday Very about live. one o'clock on Very the live. East Coast. <laughs> East Coast, East Coast. Anyway. East Coast. <laughs> the best coast. Anyway, welcome everybody. We're glad you're here. It's the holiday season and things are happening. Yes, and it uh, is. today is open QA day on the grid. So if you have questions about anything, Photoshop, Lightroom, photography, gear, love, laughter, whatever it is. Chicken sandwiches. Uh, chicken sandwiches. Uh, whatever it hey, is. Whatever it is. Uh, we, it'll it'll help if it's photography, Photoshop, Lightroom. We'll call it, we'll probably put in the best input into those type of questions. Yes, and other other but topics. Other ones. I mean, we could go other places if you want. I mean, we're we not going to philosophy. I can tell you where I we're not go going. Into, yeah. We're not going into politics. politics. So yeah, any, you ask about politics. It's, no. <laughs> any questions on politics will be summarily rejected by Christina <laughs> with extreme prejudice. Anyway, but uh, we're glad you're here today. Uh, we've got giveaways, we got stuff, but before we get to that, Mr. Kuna, who has a history of racking up awards and covers of <laughs> magazines, has done it again. I Mr. Did. K, what I did we did. get this time? I did. Uh, well, Aviation Week has their annual photo contest. For us, uh, rocket photographers, space photographers, space photographers, like our only awards were, <laughs> because they do, it's an Aviation Week and space technology, so... Aviation Week years ago, basically aerospace became a, a big kind of like half of what they do. And so this is like the one contest that we have that's like, okay, that's the that's the contest. So uh ended okay, up, hold on. We're yep. we're having an issue with your computer, so we're 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 rerunning the line to it. Oh, there we yep. go. There's a little bit of it. Yeah. Oh, it's cutting in and out. It's kind of doing that thing. Let me see if I start up a, a different. Let's try a different way to go in way. here. Well, I'll just try a different application because I have. I or have you can just take my HDMI cable if you want. I have an. That's HDMI. true. That's true. Here. But let's see if they can get it now. It might be better because I'm using is a different better? software. See if this is better. Yes. That's better. Oh, uh, nope. No. It's worse. Here. All right. Enjoy my cable. We'll just enjoy that cable. We're gonna take uh, take my cable here. Pop this is it how in. we know it's a live show. This is how you know it's live. Yep, right there. All right, so maybe you'll have it now. All right, so yes, yeah, there so, we go. Uh, I had uh, an image win first place in the space Woo! category. So this is an image uh, took uh, with a client of of mine, Stoke Space. They're a new startup that's doing this awesome work. Uh, to create reusable rockets from the start. They designed it from the start. So this is their upper stage that they're testing out. Uh, so that image ended up winning first place. How about that, ladies and gents? But then 
Well, but wait, but there's then more. there's more. Uh, I ended up uh, winning in the new category. It was a new category for them this year called the photo illustration category. Ended up winning for this image of a SpaceX. This is this uh, Starship rocket. Uh, this is a photo illustration because it's two shots shot on t uh, one day and the day the day out at sea. I'm 12 miles offshore. I'm shooting the rocket. According to photo pills and all the calculations, that was the spot I needed to be in order to have the sun fully engulf the rocket. Yeah. But of course, as the sun set, it went into a cloud bank and we couldn't get the shot. But I <laughs> got the shot of the rocket from 12 miles offshore. The next night, I'm at the pad taking some shots of the rocket and noticed the sun was perfect, like on the horizon, a little haze. It took the same camera, same lens, same focal length shot it and then combine those two in photoshop just using uh, a simple blend mode oh yeah and then that's a photo illustration now how about that versus other photo illustrations a lot of people did a lot of that like craziness this is yeah, just this literally is just two layers yeah and it's the same camera that's how i tend to do that compositing or photo illustration so that ended up winning but then but there's more. I ended up winning uh, two editor's picks in space. I won for this image, which this image was actually taken that night that I took the sun. I waited later and shot the rocket at night. And that's actually in the middle there is um, Mars. So Mars is uh, in the middle planned uh, through uh, Stellarium, which is a cool app for planning uh, the stars. And then, but there's more. One a image for uh, this shot, which is one of my favorites of of a kid. Uh, this is a kid that was celebrating. In fact, if I and I probably should show this at some point. The two frames before, he's sitting on the ground uh, next to his dad and, and brother, and that is him literally popping up. Wow. And the next couple of frames are a little better of him, but his dad, you can see his dad's arm kind of pushing up. Yeah, and his dad looks awkward in every other frame because he's standing up to be with his son. Oh, so this was the only frame that I really got that was like everybody now was kind of in balance, right? So, and that's just part of photojournalism. But then, is there anything else, Eric? Um, Certainly, there can't be anything else. Uh, well, then, and I don't have the page for it, but I do have it here. I ended up winning in the defense category <laughs> uh, for a shot of an F thirty-five, so one in the defense category as well. And the images, uh, a couple of my images were up for the cover. I ended up not getting the cover. Um, this shot, which is awesome, of um, a helicopter pilot with the reflection in it, ended up being a cover. It's a great shot as well. So all great shots. Uh, but I ended up almost getting the cover for that image and almost getting the cover for that image as well. So great folks congratulations that that is amazing yeah. you kind of and, and my my, my ratios are pretty good there <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't expecting to get any I entered 10 got five so that was pretty that's good. pretty good that's yeah. pretty good all righty well congratulations yep. well done to you thank sir you. thank you well done it's a to lot you. of effort that goes into our images and that's what now that's what i think i was saying to you it's like it's very easy to to make a decent image it's really hard to make those epic award-winning like that's that's the that's the threshold yeah there's like this fine line yeah and it's very hard to, it's like Making, that last 10 percent of something is really hard that's how it is eric sent me a uh sent me a note this week we were texting back and forth about uh, some topic and eric said something i said dude that's the tweet of the week which was making making decent photos is easy 
It is, yeah. Yeah. Make I mean, it a photo that know, looks like and you go, yeah, like, that's yeah. all right. That's pretty easy. But make it a photo like that you take. Well, and epic, those ones, award-winning those are a pain picture in the hanging. Butt, yeah. And I don't want to say but. But they're a pain. Like, you you have to, it, it's not easy. Now, every once in a while you get lucky. Yeah, but, there is that. But, there is that. But for the most part, if you want to make great images, it takes great effort. It, they're not going to fall into your lap. They're not going to knock on the door, and there they are. And that's why like none of those images that I showed yeah. were 100% luck. Uh, the kid image even was 10% luck, 90% planning. There you go. But there is that 10% luck that that shot would have not been there if that 10% luck didn't come in. And you know what? Yeah. I'm very big on luck. I really, there I, there is a luck you know, factor. You know, I talk There's about this, factor. that, that, uh, you know, I don't call it luck. I call it getting even. Because there's yes, so many yes. times where things you go plan wrong, everything. like you plan and you go out on a <laughs> yep. boat and you're 12 miles yep. off of the coast and you know exactly where the sun's going to be and you've done every single thing right. But then cloud cover comes yep. in and it, you know, so those, when you finally do hit something there, it's, it's not luck. It's you're finally getting even because nature conspires against you 90% well, of the and time. Then, and then look at that. Even if I wouldn't have gone out the next night and shot, there because you I was go. like, oh, I had a tough night last night. I'm not yep. going to do it. I wouldn't have had that sun to put behind it at the same focal length. There you go. And there it's you go. Part of it. I'll tell you what. Oh, you can't see my screen. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. We can no, no, it's, no it's, it's not necessary. Okay. Uh, what are we giving away today, Mr. K? So we got a bunch of stuff we're giving away because we love to be loose with prizes here. Um, we've got a Platypod elbow. So this is a neat little device for your Platypod. Um, it's like a, an elbow that lets you attach stuff to your Platypod. And it's all uh, adjustable. And actually, you can attach it to about Dude, anything. Is, is it amazing the ecosystem that yep. has grown out yep. of a metal plate? Yeah. Or uh, aluminum plate, I should say. And it, like I said, I mean, you could use that on a Platypod, but it has the attachments where you could use it on about anything. It's just, it's a really cool little clamp, uh, a little arm, I guess, I guess you should say. And then um, we're giving away a copy of Scott's How Do I Do That in Photoshop book. You can find this hey, over can, can on I, can Amazon. Can I say something about this? Yeah. So tomorrow night, I am doing a, a book chat. So what a book chat is, is basically it's something that is, is sponsored by my book publisher. And uh, we get together and I talk, I talk about, the, we chat about the book. So I show you some tips and tricks from the book. I talk about the book, but I will say this. My publisher gives a deal on that book that is absolutely insane. It's I'm not like saying the best deal. it's the, the best, best deal, deal you will ever see. You won't see a better deal at Amazon or anywhere else in the world. I can't imagine that they make any money on this, but we do it for, for most of my book launches now. And, and we sell hundreds and hundreds of books that night because it's so ridiculously cheap. I mean, like, you're going to look at this and go, how can I not buy this book? So anyway, and it comes directly from the publisher, uh, which is maybe why. They've cut out the middleman. You're buying directly from them. I don't know. But it is tomorrow night, and I believe it is at 7 o'clock? Yes, it's 7 o'clock. 7 um, o'clock tomorrow night. And then night. you want to go over to your Facebook page. Go to my Facebook page. Yep. You can watch the stream there as well. Yep. Just go to uh, my Facebook page is um, facebook.com slash skelby. So it's my first initial and last name. looks like Skelby, S-K-E-L-B-Y. Tomorrow yep. night at 7. And, uh, and I'm also, by the way, 
I am giving away a Platypod Extreme tomorrow night. Ooh, the Extreme. So someone watching live is going to win a Platypod Extreme. That's the big one with the legs that extend and mm -hmm. all that. So that oh, is there. tomorrow night. It's, it's oh, the like, Inception moment. Oh, like it's like that right there. Woo! It's like we're watching ourselves. And we're live. And I can see myself in a delay. Anyway. Yeah. That's tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Please tell your friends. It'll be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, we, we talk about the book. And I show you actual content from the book. I do techniques from the book. I explain what the book is all about. We have a good time. There's giveaways. Uh, also, my publisher gives away gift cards. So you can go and buy other books, mm -hmm. not just my book, but you can go and get other books as well. It's it's a fun night and it's, you know, it's just yeah. it's Thursday night, 7 o'clock. What, what are you doing at Thursday at 7 o'clock? This, the football game hasn't even started yet. Yeah, and you might be done by the football game. Oh, we'll be done by the football game. <laughs> so. Dude, if we're not Let's done by the football so. game, something's gone terribly wrong in the book chat. No, it's not very long. It's yep. just, you know, we get together and it's fun. Anyway, uh, we have a good time, and I hope you'll join us tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. So next, we got a book from uh, uh, Victoria Pav, or this is Victoria White now, on her cover. I always Yes, Victoria White. Victoria White. Formally. Yes, formally. Um yeah, on Adobe Firefly, this is a great book if you're wanting to learn how to prompt Adobe Firefly to create Five-star rated. So there you go. Then we're going to give away another book because we love to give away what? books. What? Uh, the Adobe Photoshop book for digital photographers from none other than Scott Kelby as Which well. Which is normally $5,000. Yep. There you go. So to enter that, uh, well, and we have a couple other prizes, but to enter it, all you're going to do is leave a comment and tell us what you'd like to win. And also, you can tell us that you'd like to win a copy of On One's No Noise 2023. Uh, that's a great plugin for removing noise and adding sharpening uh, to your photos. Uh, very simple. You can use it in Lightroom and Photoshop as well. And we're also going to give away a V-flat from V-flat World. This is for U.S. shipping only, so you have to have a U.S. shipping address to win this. Uh, but everybody can win a v, uh, win with V-flat. All they got to do is use that code kelby10 at checkout that's k-e-l-b-y one zero at checkout and they'll save 10 percent off their v-flat and then also retouch for me is giving away their skin tone plugin this is this is great for photoshop for, oh, for these somebody who's are a retoucher so good. and needing to they're needing to do stuff quickly and easily and save time which saves money this is a great way to do it uh, you can get 20 percent off there though uh, everybody as well by using the code Kelby120. That's K-E-L-B-Y-O-N-E, and then two zero. Uh, you have to go to that the page. It's www.promo.retouch4.me. There you go. All right. Well, today right. is open Q&A day. If you've got open questions on anything, drop us one in there. We're going to say hi to some folks. We've got some folks we want to give a howdy to, some shout outs. Yeah, we got uh, Diane saying hi, uh, hello, and Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas to Thank you, Diane. You, Diana. Uh, from a wild and wonderful West Virginia. There Let's you go. go. And then Carla saying hi from Independence, uh, Missouri. And then AJ saying hi from a drenched Miami, Florida. Yeah, a little bit of rain uh, every once in a while here. Um, and then Claudia uh, saying hi from Toronto. Um, and then uh, Lorette. Saying hi all the way from a rainy and cold Paris, France. No, he's France. saying bonsoir from a rainy yes. and cold yes. Paris, France. There well, you go. Laurent, just to let you know, we're jealous. 
I would love to be in a rainy yes. and cold Paris right yeah. now. Yeah, I thought you could take Paris about anyway. Yeah, yeah. First MJ, time I went to Paris, it was rainy and cold, and I loved it. Yep. And then MJ saying, "Love the grid. Uh, glad I, glad I could watch high, uh, right. live today." And then Marcus, hey saying, Marcus, uh, congrats, Eric. Well, thanks. Uh, from all the way from Germany, saying hi. Uh, Freddie saying hi from New Jersey. Boris saying hi from Slovakia. Uh, and then Robert saying hi from Tennessee. Uh, Gary saying hi from Scottsdale, Arizona. And we got people so all over the world joining in. If you have a question anywhere in the world, just ask us in the chat. Our, our crew's looking at the chats, going to ask us the, the questions over here, and then we're going to give you some answers. All right, we've got some questions coming in, but, but first we're going to take our first short break. When we come back, we're going to be getting to your questions, so stick around. We'll be right back here live on The Grid Wednesday. Must be Wednesday. You've had a marvelous day shooting. You've got that lens, you've got that body, you've got those shots, you've got those planes. It's been a killer day of shooting. Now it's time to go back and finish that story. Hey folks, Moose Peterson here. Got a brand new Kelby One class for you on finishing those aviation photographs. Whether it's a plane on a stick, you've got incredible things overhead, you've got statics, you have people, you've got junk in the way, it doesn't matter. You're gonna have a finished photograph that's gonna share your passion for aviation photography for all to see those images. We've got so much new, incredible possibilities now. We have AI masking, we have generative fill, and we got so much more where you combine that and other things. And I'm gonna bring it all to you in this hour-long class, so come along. I've got a lot to share with you on Kelby One. This segment of The Grid is brought to you by B&H Photo, the professional source since 1973. Hey, everybody. Uh, we're back here. Scott and Eric. I mean, excuse me, Scott and the award-winning winning <laughs> rocket man, Mr. Eric Kuna. Um, so welcome, everybody. We are uh, taking your questions live. Yes, Phillip, we are. Philip's got, got a question. question. This is one I think you're going to be able to answer here, Scott. Uh, what is your opinion on the latest changes to Lightroom? which enables editing files on local drives. Will this eventually replace Lightroom Classic? Uh, so, Philip, I, this is going to be speculation, right? Yeah, it's well, it's speculation, speculation, but I, I think I think you're thinking that that feature's a whole lot better than it is. <laughs> all, all, all that, Philip, all that feature allows you to do is to look in a folder and, and not have to import. That's it. You can look in a folder and find if there's a particular image and choose to import it or not right? Uh, 
Now, you could say, doesn't Lightroom Classic already do that? Couldn't you just go to the import window, look through the images, choose the one you want, and then just only import that one? Yeah. Technically, yeah. Yeah, you can. You could. But uh, I, you're, I think that you're thinking that, that that's a whole lot better than yeah, it is. I guess maybe the thing is, it's not even at the point where it's replacing just that feature. Yeah, it's at hundred percent. It's not even replacing the bridge at this point. So. Yeah, so it's not now, replacing that feature. Plus, there's all those other features it's not replacing. Yeah, I don't think that has anything to do with will it replace Lightroom. I think that's two separate conversations. I think this is something that people that use Lightroom for the cloud have complained about for a long, long time. Like they, they don't wanna have to upload something to the cloud. Like I just went shooting, I took 200 shots, there's one I wanna edit. I gotta upload this to the cloud first, you know? Yeah. They're just like, can't like I, just I just open one, one photo and edit it? I mean, do I really have to do all that? So I think that's what that answers. So I, I, I wouldn't get too excited about that. And, and someone, someone online could make that case, you know, it's not, uh, I don't, I don't think that's anything you have to worry about. Uh, Dwight in Tennessee says, how do you make coloring pages from photographs using Photoshop? So Dwight, uh, it's not easy. And this is why I'm going to tell you not to use Photoshop. There are actually applications that do a pretty good job of making almost like comic strips out of your photos. Uh, just do a search for them. There's a number of applications and websites that will take a photo and make it into a cartoon. That is way, way easier than trying to do it in Photoshop. You know, Photoshop is, uh, it'll do it, but it's sticky and you got to spend a lot of, it's not worth it. Just use another application where that's what it was designed to do. And there's a number of them out there. All right. Dan's asking, I believe no one improves their photography unless they realize they are not as good as their friends and family <laughs> say they are. 100% agree. Uh, I call this a kind of suck moment. What was your moment? Dude, I, I have them weekly, Dan. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm generally disappointed with my photography. So I, I think mm -hmm. that, you know, you know what it is? I, I'll, I will look at a series of shots that I've taken or I've done. And all I ever think is I could have done better. Like, I feel like there's better shots inside me. And a lot of times I'm, I'm disappointed in that I didn't, didn't, Either I didn't get the shot or, as Mr. Kuna alludes to quite often, I didn't do what was necessary to get the shot. Like sometimes I'll be, you know, I, like I guess at this point I consider myself a travel photographer. So I would think that, so my thing is travel photography. And sometimes I'm like, do I really feel, you know, I'm on vacation. Do I really feel like getting up at 5.15 yeah, in the morning? You have flow sometimes, yeah. And, and, take, and I'm just kind of like, you know, there's times where I'm really, let's go and let's do whatever it takes, you know. When I was in Switzerland, you know, I was up at dawn and, and, and all this stuff in the snow and yeah. it's 23 degrees. And then there's, there's photo times, Scott and then there's travel Scott. And then travel yeah. Scott says, I'm on vacation. I have a great time here with my brother. I think I'm just going to. Yeah, sleep in today. And so, when Photo Scott wakes up, Photo Scott makes great images. <laughs> but when Photo Scott sleeps in, Scott gets the nine o'clock image, which isn't nearly as good. Yep. So, um, but I, I, I do agree. I, I think if you get to the point where you feel like you're really, really good, your growth has stopped, right? I think you get to a point where you're like, I don't need to learn anything and else. That's why I think you travel. I we travel around a little bit because if you camp out too long in one space, you, that does happen. Where you kind of get stagnant. Yeah, you, you can think, get stagnant. Well, I'm good. Yeah. I could because I could at some point just go. I could do that same thing over and over again. Really good, 
but then I'm just doing the same thing over and over again. Really good. I'm not really progressing. Yeah, yeah. I kind of got that way with sports photography. You know, I shot so many games yeah, after a while. About that. Yeah. I was kind of like, you know, and and what I, I, I got to be honest with you. I'm kind of at that point with my aviation photography. Yeah. I if that. I shoot one more flipping shot of the Blue Angels or the Thunderbirds, I'm going to jump out the flipping window. I have zero interest in actually <laughs> shooting them again. Now, here's what I am at the point of doing. If you go to Canada, if you go to England, yeah, if you go to this, France yeah. and things, they have an entirely different set of, of, of aircraft. There's this one show in Switzerland that looks amazing. Yes. If amazing. I go back to another U.S. air show, I can tell you, I don't even, I name the city, Oshkosh, Sun and Fun, You're I don't like, care where yeah, it is, yeah. you name it, I and I'm going to go there, and here's what, I can tell you what's going to come by. We're going to see the the Red Bull yeah, and then you're team see. go by, we're going to see a P-51 Mustang or two, we're going to see a um, Corsair that comes by, we're going to see yeah. the Corsair that comes by, Jim, Jim, what's his name, yep, Jim, yep. Uh, I can't think of his last name. Jim's Corsair is going to come by. You're going to see Fifi, maybe, uh, fly by, you know, B-17. You're going to see um, the... I get it. I get it. Yeah. The, the, what's the, what's the mean, demo the other team? Thing the F-18 demo team? The other team. thing you got to understand about Scott, too. Scott does not like to get up on heights, and that's the other thing. No, I have, I'm not I've, gonna, I've liked to travel. Like, yeah, I'm, he'll I'm starting climb to go up, up the, and up and up. He'll yeah. climb up the tower and all that yeah. stuff, and I'm like, He's eh. like, Nah, All I'm right. not interested. Look, I'm, I'm old. I'm an old, I get old it. man. I get it. But I'm no, 112 I totally, totally years agree. old. But going back to the question there, uh, one of the things that I, I had a... Oh, I, I forget it. I was going to... Where was it? I think it might have got deleted. Anyways, it was talking about like the, that moment. I think the one thing you said up front... If you're at the point where your friends and family are telling you you're great and all that, just throw that out the window. Like that's, yeah, what that's it, your fan base. It, it, <laughs> like that's your fan base. So what you have to do is look past that. And I think a lot of people get stuck on that. And I had this happen recently to me, or I've had this happen a lot to me, you know, especially when you're critiquing other people's work and they really, they look at it and they go, but everybody's telling me I'm great. And that's the disease we get into and what everybody is is your friends and family. Yeah. And it's like, you have to go outside that sphere. So that's where, if you want to progress, you have to go outside that sphere. You have to ask for that input and you have to, that's why entering contests, getting reviews, that's why that stuff's important. And by the way, if your friends and family aren't telling you you're great, you need new friends and family. Yes. A uh, good question from Gary here. Yeah. Gary's asking, uh, using on one sharpening, um, or using on one sharpening, is it still necessary uh, to add an additional sharpening in Photoshop. So basically, yeah. you need to add sharpening on top so of Gary, sharpening. So, Gary, I wouldn't say yes. I would say hell yes. Yes, Gary, it's absolutely positively. I don't even do my sharpening in Photoshop anymore. Uh, I'm either going to use the On One plugin or Topaz Sharpen all yeah. the time, always. Now, but I think we say, are you adding additional sharpening in yes. Photoshop? So you're doing sharpening upon sharpening? Well, I'm, I'm doing capture sharpening. So you're doing like raw level sharpening. If I have a raw photo, I'm going to apply then, Yes, because that's what I do too. On import. Yeah, it's like I'm applying sharpening on the raw. I'm going to make all my changes at the very and end. Then I'm going to sharpen again. I'm going to sharpen yeah. again. Yes. Oh, hell yes. Yes, yes because absolutely. if you're looking at it, like that's what we always talk about that. Like the, it doesn't matter how fancy your lens is, how sharp it is. 
you still got to apply sharpening. All right, this question is for Eric. I'm. This is from yeah. Sam. Sam yep. asks, I'm going to Florida. I'm going to be near uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. No, I'm yes. sorry. That's uh, Kennedy Space Center. Sorry. Yep. I see a K and yep. stuff like that, yep. I think. All oh, right. Oh, me too. I'm going to Florida near uh, the Kennedy Space Center for a few launches this winter, likely Falcon 9 launches. I've tried from the Max Brewer Bridge and play Linda on the beach right where the Rangers were last year. Yep. Uh, any suggestions or tips? Uh, suggestions, well, you, you found some good places. Uh, it, it does vary. You know, the hard part is with locations, it varies by the launch pad. Playa Linda Beach, when it is open, is the best place to get close because you actually can, it's the place the public can see the pad. Uh, but it's, it's usually closed for astronaut launches. It's closed for any night launches, so you can't get there. So you've already gone to some good places. Uh, one place you can go uh, and kind of get a different view, it does cost money, but you can go right to the, the visitor center. There's a, they actually sell for the Saturn V visitor center. We can go there and actually, again, see an un unobstructed view of the pad. That's always a nice one too. If the booster is landing, I say go to Jetty Park because Jetty Park is where you'll actually, the closest place uh, the public can be to the landing. And that absolutely is mind-blowing to see so definitely go check that out uh, jetty park uh it's a great place to just watch a launch you're just so far away from the pad it's better for the landings all right another question for eric can you tell us the progression or, and workflow that made you choose this or that award-winning picture this is actually a very it's a really good question because you're basically saying how did you choose that one like you know you i'll know. tell you how i choose i let the public choose so what I do is I share my work throughout the year and I share my work at consistent times and consistent hours when people engage with my work. And the images that I select are usually images that get the most engagement. That's how simple it is. And I've talked about this many times when I talk about why we have an Instagram account. Yeah, because, because you will know like which my ones favorite resonate. image never wins. My favorite, when I enter a contest, my favorite image never wins that's because his are does. always nude selfies that's yep. why his that's favorite why. image but never it wins. just never does it, it, there's a different i i i had a friend who talked to me about that uh, last week you know was asking me like because he thought that certain images that won a certain contest were not um should not have won an award <laughs> um <laughs> that's very and, common and that's very common and i said you know what i said beauty is in the eye of the beholder and at the end of the day, those judges that were judging it. Now, with that contest, what it ended up being is the people selecting the, the, the winners were um, uh, 50 high school students. And that was 50 high school students. So that was the audience. So those, that audience resonated with that photo the most, not the other photos that were entered. And that's just how it is with judging. Now, with like even that Aviation Week photo contest, you know, one of, one of the judges was... Uh, one of uh one of the one of the best aviation photographers out there you you and i know him uh mr larry grace oh larry the, uh, g it's uh and you can go read about the judges but that's where you look at it like they sat down that panel sat down and they judged it and i didn't judge it i can't i can't also be there telling them what i did or all that stuff they're just looking your, at the image, image has in to fact, stand on its own. what i love about their contest which i love contests that run this way is that they don't know whose image it is. In fact, Larry afterwards, you know, cause he talked about it, he didn't know any of my, he knew that my images were in there. 
He just didn't know which ones were exactly mine because right. they don't know who exactly. And that's how a good contest is because that's how certain people ended up like even in the space, the same person won second and third place because you don't know who the, it's just who has the best images based on those judges. But I let the public decide. And that's why I like to have that public input. Now you, what you do have to kind of weed out is your friends. You have to weed out your friends. Your friends are always going to tell you again, your images are great. They should. They're your friends. Daniel says the air show in Switzerland is actually a live training exercise. Yes. Where our FA 18 C's are out shooting rounds at Targos at the mountains. And Daniel, tons of people we, are watching us so they make it a show. Daniel, we might be coming. We might be Daniel, coming. Daniel, we're gonna we're gonna have some uh Scott. Some I'm hot like, chocolate. We need to go to this one. This yep. is the one. Yep. I was just in Switzerland last year. And uh, I don't know if I'll make enough money this year to go to Switzerland. <laughs> it was so expensive. Oh, my gosh. It was crazy. Yep. I, I experienced expensive everything at a level I wasn't used to. Hey, Cindy's got a great comment here. She says, I was stagnant for a while until I took uh, Scott's workshop in Portugal this year. And three of my images placed in my local photography club after not winning anything for two years. Thank you, Kelby One. Well, thank you, you, Cindy. And Cindy is a lovely person and a very good photographer. So, you know what? Sometimes you just need that something. You need that kick that kind of relights your fire because it's easy it's easy to get that's why i do think workshops are perfectly positioned for oh, that yes they if are. you're at that like stagnation or you're at that level where you're just like again if you're at that level where you're taking decent photos all the time because decent photos are easy once you can get to that level you can just go like you could take us anywhere you could drop scott off in oldsmar florida here you'll make decent photos yeah, I can make, make decent photos, photos in my hometown. Yeah. But if you want to see really good photos, drop me off in Paris. Yeah. I mean, but that's what you can make decent photos. But, and that's where going on those workshops, doing that, seeing also how somebody who goes from decent to epic photos works. Then you go home with that knowledge and you unlock it. But you, you know what? He, he's right. Uh, part of it is, though, the inspiration. I got to be honest yeah. with you. I'm not very inspired to shoot in Oldsmar, Florida. Mm-hmm. I see it every day. I drive down the street. Could I make a good image here? I can make a decent image here. Decent, yeah. But if you drop me in Paris, I, I want to get up in the morning. I want to go shoot before dawn. I want to go to a cafe and have a croissant and or, and uh, a coffee. And I want to go shoot some more and shoot and shoot and shoot. I, having that that inspiration and motivation is very very big mm-hmm. and sometimes it completely relights your fire so that is the thing that happens at these workshops um there's also being in a group is just fun when you have a bunch of people who are into the same thing that kind of push each other and what did you get what did you get you know it's like it's just a lot of fun i i i i, I love these workshops and uh eric and i are we're gonna we were gonna do a workshop in iceland but we're looking at a, at a plan B because of the whole volcano thing. And everyone's like, when's the volcano going to blow? And yeah, are they going to close the airports and all that? We're kind of like, I don't know. So we have a backup plan that sounds pretty good that I think people would love. And so, you got a couple others coming up. Uh, I've got, got one other. I've got definitely. one in April. We haven't announced the dates yet. But in April, it's going to be we start in Venice, Italy. We get in a, well, we do a day in, in Venice and then we're off to the Dolomites. So or the, love them. the uh, northern, the Alps, basically in the northern, uh, in northern Italy, they kind of connect to the Swiss Alps, but mm-hmm. it's fabulous and gorgeous and amazing up there. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on all that right now. Like I, I should have some dates here. And if you want to uh, 
learn about it just go over to scottkelbyworkshops.com you can sign up right down on the bottom of the page and get notified there you go and i was also going to do a workshop with mimo madani in dubai in april (laughs) not doing that we're not going to the middle east right now so uh, anyway yeah just go to scott kelby workshops at the bottom of the page which is what you see there on screen just pop your email address in there and you'll be in the advance notice email so that's coming up uh let's see what else we got here oh look at this uh yeah. shelly oh look at that i love this this look at this kelby uh kelby one training and education was a key factor in one of my images winning best of category in no, the that 2024 was tim. that's tim oh, is that tim that's oh tim. i'm sorry that's right tim's image. okay i'm sorry yeah. i'm looking at the thing in the wrong way uh i saw that tim did that yeah it's an awesome image congrats yeah. look at that best of category best in the category. 2024 NANPA showcase way to go Tim let's go yeah and that's a, that you want to know I mean that's honestly the other thing besides letting the public vote it is training and education that's how you get those award-winning images hey that's so somebody asked somebody asked how do you find out about uh photo- who was that asked about how do you find out about a uh, contest there we go Claudia asked uh, how do you find out that's about these question, type of contests yeah. um you know, Claudia, there is a website that every year publishes those. Uh, for those of you who are Kelby One VIP members, we'll be actually entering contests together. Uh, yeah, we're, we were, we're, we're going to That's one of that. our topics yeah. is we're going to do it. And we're going to enter contests together as a group. Like we're all going to enter and see how the chips fall. But um, And we're going to go through the whole process and we're going to pay the fees and do what we got to do. But... Um, but there are websites that actually list. Here's what's coming up. Um, there, I hate to say there used there used to be magazines that did this too. There was some magazine that does, that's not published anymore. I don't know if it was Popular Photography, maybe that yeah. used to list all of the upcoming ones. But I can tell you what the big one, the big big biggie. There's a couple of biggies. One is this, the Sony Photo Awards, and I believe that they're taking uh, the. I think it's the Sony World Photography Awards. Yeah. That is probably the biggest one. It's it's, it's run a by huge, Sony, but you and you do not have to anything, take yeah. the photo with a Sony camera. Uh, but it is it is hosted by Sony and run by Sony, and uh, and and very often you'll see a Canon or an Icon person win the whole thing. But so they're they're really you know independent about the camera brand. But that's a biggie. And you uh, also find in your niche if you, that's what really I mean when we talk about that a lot. You, you've got to get really good at something because you know, that's the way you get to yes. that epicness or, is- or or larry grace will call you and, and tell you sometimes larry grace calls us and says hey you need to enter this contest eric does it and i don't yeah. like eric enters all the aviation yeah stuff, that's, what, like, that's what that's yeah, what actually I larry yeah. i have to thank larry because that's the only reason i entered is he reminds I know, me he's he like, last year hey you need to you won. need to you know enter your space stuff so and i was like eh, I my, my advice to anybody if you want to get better at photography get friends with larry grace <laughs> if you know larry good things happen you need a larry grace you need everybody somebody needs a larry you. grace uh all right craig craig uh craig's asking uh do you have any tips for making lightroom and photoshop run better on an older computer i'm struggling and the new computer is not in the budget right now craig if you can that. get some ram, RAM yeah it's two things if you can get ram it will run faster you need 16, regardless of what they say the minimum is. Like they'll say, oh, it'll run in 12. It'll run in 12? It doesn't run well. You got to get 16. The other thing is, and this is, it's not as expensive as a new computer, 
But if you can get and replace your hard drive mm, yes. with an SSD drive, a solid state drive instead of a standard regular yeah. hard drive, you will see speed improvements even on an older computer that will make a big difference. Yeah, those are the two things right there. That's that, it. Right I mean, there. that's that's going to be also, to revive kind of an old computer. Also, Craig, go to LightroomKillerTips.com and search for the word speed. I've done numerous articles on speeding up Lightroom because there are things. Because I'll, I'll hear people say, God, my Lightroom runs so slow. And I know that Lightroom is not slow, right? I know that Lightroom itself isn't slow. Um, it, it is, there's probably something that you're doing. There it yeah, is. If Lightroom one. is running yeah, a little sluggish, one. this tip might help. But go down further, yep, you'll that. see more. Keep going. There's more. But that one is a good one right there. There it is. There's a speeding up a slow Lightroom. But there are these things that you can do. Five tips to clean up and speed up your Lightroom. There are all kinds of things that y you might be having set wrong. And, and I was with a buddy once, and he was using his Lightroom. And it was so slow. I was like, so I, I couldn't believe it. Craig did say he upgraded his RAM to 32 gigs, which helps. Yep, it helps. Know. All right, Craig, you know what the I next wonder, step is? I wonder is? if it is the SSD. The SSD will help. The other thing is making sure that your disk is not full. Like if your disk starts to get full, it will start yeah, getting it, very slow. Lightroom needs 20% 20% free disk at space least. at least. So if you've got, I'm going to say a, a three terabyte hard drive, it needs almost a terabyte free. All right, look, we're running way over. We got to take a quick break. When we come back, we got lots more questions. So uh, we'll And if you have those. any questions, just ask us in the chat. We'll put them up here. Oh, somebody also posted a photo contest site that we can go take a look at oh, there we go photocontestinsider.com maybe you guys in the booth will hit that and we'll be right back don't go away Karen Hutton. Join me for how to plan a trip to a location you've never visited. Whether you're an expert photographer, you plan trips, but it still makes you nervous. Maybe you haven't planned a trip, or maybe you just wish you could. Whether you're flying, whether you're driving, whether you're taking a train or some other mode of transportation, you'll learn how to decide, develop, dedicate, and dig in to create the adventure of your dreams, whether it's a long trip or just an afternoon. We're also gonna cover where you gotta be on the inside and how you have to train to maximize your time, your money, and your effort on your next adventure. So join me on my next class at kelbyone.com.
This segment of The Grid is brought to you by Canon. Hey, Scott and Eric here. We're taking your questions. Uh, we've got one. Oh, uh, the website, Photo Contest Insider. We were just looking at it. Yeah, that's pretty uh, cool. Looks like a good site that has a lot of photo contests in it. And you can just use Google as well. You know, that's. But this is a but site that would, that's. That would probably definitely. That would definitely point you in the right direction. Yep. You do yep. want to like look in. You just don't want to enter contest, enter contest. You probably do want to look into like what are their terms, like who they're. Yeah, I mean, just be comfortable with the contest. All right, I want to answer Warren's question here. Yeah, Warren's asking, uh, can someone explain situations that call for a user having more than one Lightroom catalog for their photographs? Pick me, pick me, Scott. Thank you. Uh, Warren, there is no situation that should call for you for having. Do not. I'm telling you what, Warren. Don't make a second catalog. Make one catalog. Keep everything in one catalog. Please, please. Even Adobe's well, like, don't. What about if some YouTube video told you to do it? <laughs> oh, well, if a YouTube video tells you to do it, then absolutely make as many as you like. Don't do it. Don't do it. You'll regret it. Just stay with one catalog. Do you, do you think that it's just because of like just the old, I, I do think it's because of the old. Um, okay. There was, there the, was a day. Like, like I'm talking like yes. 12 years. No, not that many years. 10 now. years. But there, here was the thing. There was a point. This is, is why there's, this is why they have, they created multiple, the ability to have multiple catalogs. There was a time where your catalog got full and it started slowing down tremendously. Yeah. Like it was get to the point you got. 30, 40,000 photos. It was like, we're done. I mean, they were like, it was bad. So they said, you know, once you get to this many, you have to create a new catalog. They rewrote part of Photoshop, Lightroom. They fixed that problem. You can have millions, literally millions and millions of photos in Lightroom, and it should run the same speed. Do you know why? Here's the thing that people don't realize. Your photos are not in Lightroom. It's just little tiny thumbnails. That's it. It's just managing thumbnails. Your photos are not inside Lightroom. Lightroom Classic we're talking about because that's the only one that you have a choice, right? So yeah, Lightroom in the cloud only uses one catalog. You can't add more catalogs because it's newer and smarter. But back in the day, they had to let you make new catalogs or you'd quit. You'd stop using Lightroom because it, was, it got unbearably slow. So... 
Today is not necessary to have another catalog. And I would say, please, please don't have another catalog. It'll just make your life miserable, though you will find someone on the internet, believe it or not, that says, I, oh, it, yes. was, it was about 2016. That, yeah, that, I think. that sounds so about right. But so, I mean, that's a while that ago. That sounds I'll, right. That's about seven and a half, eight years ago. Yep. Yep. Jane. All right. Uh, Jane. Jane's asking, uh, I'm scanning in old photos from the 60s uh, forward, and I want uh, to know if there's a plugin I should get to use with my Photoshop or Lightroom to make it easier to get the color correcting done fast. All right. So, Jane, there is a plugin from Topaz, I believe. I'll have to go look it up. That is basically completely automated. It looks at your photos and just fixes it. Let me go see. Let me just go look. I'm not sure. Give me a sec. Is it just photo Topaz. AI? Yeah, it's photo AI. Yeah. And it just looks at your... Eric's got it on his machine. But yeah. if you guys pull it up, there we go. That's it. it oh, they're it, still it, using my, it just, my program. It just basically... But anyways, yeah. It looks at your photo and fixes it. That's it. It's it's completely automated. It's all AI. And uh, I haven't used it myself, but I know that Topaz usually lets you download stuff for free and try it. I would try that. Yeah, and there's tons of other ones you can try, but that's the whole thing is you can just try them out. There's tons of plugins out there to make your photos look great. Tall Paul's got a question. Tall Paul. Uh, took a look at Kelby One's Lightroom courses, and I was instructed to use catalogs over folders. Um, what is the... What is the most common way people lose photos when working with photos? So, Tall Paul, you got to go watch that class again. It says you were instructed to use. I would think it'd be collections. The other way. Yeah, collections. Collections would over be folders. Yeah. What's the most common way people lose photos when working with folders? On their computer or in Lightroom, one or the other, they move the folder or yes. delete the folder by accident or delete photos by accident where they think they're just kind of moving them temporarily, but they're actually gone forever. I hear about it all the time. People send me horror stories. I that's why we always suggest one folder to store everything right. in their subfolders. Yep. And just once it goes in there, it's in there. And you don't mess with it don't anymore. With and it. you just go to, you, I don't you ever, mess with the folder. You mess with the you're folder. You're mess with Lightroom. You're messing with fire. Yep. So just use collections. Not catalogs, collections. Yeah, I think that's what it is. And then you're right. I don't, I, when I, I, that's why I paused oh. there. Because I was like, I don't know if we have a course that would tell you to use right. catalogs. Hey, I can't see folders. Debbie's full question, but I know that last week we did a, we did a, a piece on the worst, like, now, it says it's the worst places to travel for photography. It wasn't the worst places, no. But we gave a thing where places we wouldn't recommend a friend to go. Like if somebody said, hey, I want to go take good pictures. A you have places friend. where you would go, a photography friend. You'd go, oh, here's great places for, for photography. Bang, 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 bang. Last week we did, here's the places that sound good, they sound but good aren't really paper. great photographically. It made a couple of people upset because we chose their town or whatever. Um, or because they thought that they could. And that's what we weren't saying. You can make great photos everywhere. Anywhere anywhere you can make great photos that's not what we were saying there yeah what we were saying was there are towns that are very very photogenic with lots of photography opportunities like paris then there are towns that are not photogenic like oslo like oslo norway where it's a lovely town and it's great for a vacation and if you're going to visit there, it's fun to visit and there's cool museums and there's great food and nice people and all kinds of stuff would I tell a friend 
to go there to take photography. Absolutely not. My advice for them would be get out of Oslo as quick as you can because the rest of Norway is amazing. Oslo, nice town that it is, is not a photogenic town. And so anyway. So, so maybe in the future we'll do a show just on that though. Of just like maybe some of the best places. I mean, we I've done classes we've on done that. Classes I did on that in definitely. our travel photography conference. I did my top twenty cities to go for travel, and and when I what I showed was why that why that country, where to, why that city, where to stay in that city, how much it was, what the language barrier was, was it expensive, was it cheap? Yeah. I gave I broke everything down. And if you're a Kelby One member. If you go look, Scott and a few others have done a series in the travel photography section of where to shoot in and then or oh, where yeah. to shoot in Chicago, where to shoot in, in Venice, London, where to shoot in London. Venice, if you Prague. look at that series, which I think there's probably a dozen or more now, those are great places to shoot. Every one of those places, because the reason we did the class on it is because they're, they're epic great places, places for yeah. travel photography. So when I choose or Eric and I choose a location to go, for a workshop, it's because it's a great location. That's why I've done workshops in Paris and in Rome and in Prague, uh, because uh, I know that the end the well, That's why we're looking at Iceland. Iceland, you, you Iceland's can make a great, great photos. You can make great photos there. Yeah. So uh, I think that's why. That's so, so Debbie, uh, if you want a, a few places that are fantastic, just go on Kelby One and look for, uh, it's called Travel Photography. It's called A Photographer's Guide to. Yeah. And then you'll see all the cities. Yeah, and I've done, literally, I've done New York, Chicago. I've done London, Paris, Rome, Prague. I've done a whole bunch of them. I, I, I don't, I would have to go look here. Right. But I've done a bunch of them. There's some I'm forgetting. Oh, um, yeah, I'm sure. And let me just go look real quick. It's a a photographer's ah, guide to and let's see what comes up. Uh Lisbon, Prague. Uh oh, also Jefferson Graham has done some yep, in, this, yep. in this series That's as well. So he's yeah. done LA, right. I did Tuscany, Rome, uh, and there's more. I did Chicago. You can see Chicago there. Uh, Venice, there's Venice, London, London, Paris, and he did Route 66. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Jefferson did Route 66. So you can see, the, but New that's what York I'm saying City. is, those are the places that are going to be very easy. To yeah, just those spot. are easy because they're just they're screaming for it, right? Yep. There you go. But anyway, so those just to look for that a photographer's guide. All right. Um, okay. James. So James is asking if I uh, if you shoot raw and JPEG, should you import both in the Lightroom or just the raws? It, this is your call. Um, first off, my my first question to you would be, James, do you have a legitimate reason to shoot raw and JPEG? Like, if you tell me, well, Scott, I'm shooting for a newswire service and they need JPEGs uploaded, you know, during halftime of a football game, I'd go okay. But if you're shooting raw and JPEG, I can't think of anything except for the speed. Yeah, you're just taking up way more room on your hard drive, 
way more room on your camera. You're going through memory cards way faster. Or you don't want to process, but then if you're like that, you might as well just shoot JPEG. Don't shoot yeah, raw. I don't know, James. I'm thinking re reshoot, rethink that whole thing. But obviously, you've been doing it for a while. So you have the choice. When you bring these into Lightroom, you can ask Lightroom to do this. Put the raw and JPEG next to each other. Or there's a preference where you just see the raw. It's it's up to you, even though the JPEG is technically still there in the folder. Right. Anyway, it is break time. It's our last break of the day. We're going to take a short one. When we come back, we've got more questions, so we'll be answering them, and we're giving away our prizes. So you got to come back for that. It could be you. Did we tell them how to enter to get yes, prizes? Yes, we did. All right. Leave just, a comment. Just checking. I'm, yeah. I'm checking in and out of reality here. So. <laughs> everybody and welcome to beautiful London, England, where I'm doing a very, very special class. I'm very excited about this class because it's something very different, very unique. It's about creating travel photography that has a personal connection to something you love. So that's the whole idea, because think about it. A lot of people will go to a city again and again, like we're here in London. I've been coming to London since I was 24 years old. So for the last 10 years, I've been coming to London. Anyway, long story short is, I've got the shots of Big Ben and I've got the shots of the London Eye and the Thames River and all that stuff. I've got it to death. But when I come to London, I can do something special. I can use something that I care about and then go and shoot it. And that, that becomes my story when I get back. So I'm shooting for a passion that I have. So my passion might be flowers. So I come to London and what I'm shooting are all the amazing gardens. What if my passion is museums? Well, there's 170 of them here. What if it's music? I could be at the Royal Albert Hall or the great music stores or the places where the Beatles played back in the day or where they literally bought their guitars. I could do a whole story on all that kind of stuff. And that's what this class is about. It's taking something you love and adding it to something else you love. You're marrying travel, and your interests and photography, it's a hit. So you gotta come and watch my brand new class. It's on creating personal connection in your travel images, and it's only here at Kelby One. I am a portrait and a wedding photographer based in Valencia, Spain. I do mainly commercial and editorial photography, and I retouch up to 100 photos a month. We shoot almost every day for all kinds of clients, such as commercial, beauty, and fashion. And we retouch our work more often like every other day. I used to spend over one hour for one photo. If we want professional results, we must remove skin blemishes, do micro dodge and burn, highlight eyes, widen teeth, and even reduce wrinkles in clothes. And this can easily take me up to two hours of work for each photo. So when I saw that there's a plugin for Photoshop that helps you retouch quicker, I was eager to get my hands on it. I had many feedbacks about it, and I found a lot of positive reviews, which made me to consider buying my first plugin. 
One of the challenges we have at the end of a session or wedding is to achieve an addition in our photograph that looked natural. This is where retouch for me has become a game changer. I love the feature that you can pick how much effect it has on your photo and you can adjust it accordingly to your style. I saved a lot of time and always end up having amazing results with my work. I am extremely happy with the quality. Now I am more efficient and have more time to spare with my family. This segment of The Grid is brought to you by Platypod, the world's most compact tripod base. Hey, we're back. Uh, a very nice comment from Shelly. We, we jumped the gun on Shelly's question here. Yeah. So uh, shout out to Kelby One on the fast track classes. I learned uh, three new things that I've been struggling with, with it in the first class. Uh, it's not the gear. It's learning and experiences that will take you from good to great. Well, thank you, Shelly. So hey, go. I just want to mention, if you have not joined Kelby One, this is a fantastic time to do it. Um, so one of the things we put together is this thing called the Fast Track. It is actually five courses that I put together specifically uh, to move someone to, to ahead really quickly. So this is an accelerated learning class. It's very unique, but it's put together in a very specific order, in a very specific way. And the whole thing is designed for you to watch one class per day for five days. So it's a one hour a day for five days. So it, it kind of pushes you through this little boot camp like thing, but the results people are getting are phenomenal. Yeah. We're getting comments yeah. from people on All these, the like but, but we really spent some time and created these to really be like an accelerated learning because a lot of people that we talk to they're just frustrated they're like i don't feel like i'm getting better in my photography i'm getting like five percent better like i i spent a whole year and i don't feel like i jumped ahead or i didn't i don't feel like i moved to the next level i'm just maybe a little better than i was last year and so i put this fast track together so if you're let's just say we're, we're talking a level of one to five and you feel like you're a two well, do you want to spend three years going to level three? I'm trying to move you in a week from level two to level four, like having a, a big breakthrough in your photography. And that's what it's about. Uh, now's a great time to join. Go yeah. to kelby1.com and join. Take the fast track. It's part of the, the pro membership. It's included in your membership. Uh, and, and of course, then you can watch all these other classes because in the fast track, I give you a learning like, here's, here's what you're going to do. You're going to do these five, and then here's what to do next. I lead you through this whole thing. Actually, Larry Becker joins me, and we, we lead you through this process. But it, it is having outstanding, outstanding results. And, hey, if you try it out, try it out. Do the do five it. days. And if you don't like it, just contact yeah. us. Hey, Eric, it's the Ozempic of... <laughs> I mean, like everyone's like losing weight with Ozempic, right? Yeah, this yeah. is the Ozempic of online training. There so you go. go, go do it and get good really fast. Like you will leapfrog. Okay. All right. Um, um, Jack's asking, can you discuss under what conditions you will encounter heat distortion? Also, is there a way to tell your image is being affected by heat distortion? You will see one heat. That's what's causing heat. It looks wavy. You'll see it. You'll see these waves. And anytime it's going to happen, usually on the horizon, it's going to happen when you're doing telephoto work is going to be the worst because you're amplifying the heat distortion. Farther away something is from you, the more heat distortion you will see. 
So that's really what it comes down to is heat. Uh, I know because I, I deal with a subject that puts off a lot of heat and a lot of heat distortion. All right, there's a comment here from John Dukes. But and before then, we get to John's comment, I just want to say John Dukes for president. John Dukes is one of the, the most delightful people to be around. Yeah. If you ever get a chance out there, as I know some of you know John already, if you ever run into John someplace, he and his wife are just, they're so lovely. They're just, he's a really good photographer. I'm taking yep. the photography part aside. He's a really cool guy. Well, he's got a question for you. Uh, Scott, while doing travel photography, what are some of your best ways to gain access to places that are challenging to shoot? Here's what it is. John, all you got to do is ask in advance how far in advance at least two weeks go to their pr department wherever you want to go to and and or start at their social media and just say here's what i would say let's say that you want to get into some place that's very hard to get you want to get into an arena you want to get into a theater we'll just choose a theater i want to get into this very special theater in this very special place say hi my name is john dukes i'm a photographer in america and i'm, I'm visiting your city and uh, i am in love with the hollywood theater i'm just making up names here uh, love with the hollywood theater i would love to take pictures of it now here's this next part's important john you would then say uh, i would love for 30 minutes to come in and be able to photograph when there's no one there i would be happy to share my images with you for use on your website or social media. Let me tell you, every social media manager in the world is desperate for a new photo. They are. They've got the photos they've got, but if you're willing to say, here's a bunch of photos, so you're getting something in return. I'm doing something for you. I'm making a bunch of photos, beautiful photos of your place, and you're going to allow me the opportunity to come in and shoot them. That's why it's so important, John, for your for when you share that, to share that link to that portfolio or link to that work that you already have online, because they're going to click on your photos and see. Yep. Oh, oh if I let good. him in, he's going to get where he's going to oh, get some yeah. good shots, and I'm going to be able to use them. Right. So everybody wins. That's what it is. Uh, you're there. You're way more likely to gain access to that place if there's something in it for them. And so, I got a secret: if you want to guarantee that you'll be able to come back anytime you want. The secret to come back anytime you want is when you're done, without telling them it's coming, send them a print. Yep. Just make a print. I don't mean an 8 by 10 Make them a decent-sized print and send them that as a thank you. You can come back anytime. That has worked so and, many times and for both of us. you're also setting up the next photographer for them to say yep. yes to. So yep. it's all good, but that, that's it. But, John, the keys are doing it early. Like say, I'm going to be there in three weeks. If you say I'm going to be there Thursday, your chances, I don't know why John may have such a hard time. I've tried with this. I've tried this in, in like where, oh my gosh, I just learned about this amazing library in Paris. And they're like, no, it's impossible. It's too soon. You know, I tried that in, in Oxford trying to get in the library there. Oh yeah, no. If you give them a little lead time, they'll they do need it. lead. They, I don't yeah. know why they need weeks, but they need weeks. And it's, yeah. So the sooner, you know, the better. All right, we are so over. We got we, we got to give away some prizes here. Yes. So we've got some prizes. So we're giving a giveaway to Ken Walker. Uh, Ken Walker is going to get your Photoshop for digital photographers book. We have uh, Bob Bryant uh, is winning the V flat. Uh, Blake Morgan is winning the Platypod elbow here, and then uh, Roger McCarthy is winning the How Do I Do That in Photoshop book. Bill M is winning the On One No Noise. Uh, Sharon um, Scarf. Uh, is winning the Firefly book. And then Leanne Church-Reed is winning the Retouch for Me. 
So there wow. we go. We give away a lot of nice prizes we do. We per do. show. We should probably like cut that down. I know. It's oh, a lot. It's too much. really a lot. Anyway, but congratulations. How do they get those prizes, Eric? All they're going to do is email us over at gridprize at kelby1.com. We'll verify information, and then we'll send out uh, that uh, prize. Just make sure you do that by this Friday. Now, I think next week our guest on the grid is LaVon Hall. It is. LaVon is awesome. If you have not had a chance to hang out with LaVon, she is one of the greatest people. We've known LaVon for many years. She's finally coming She's like to Florida. A, a John Dukes. She's like a John Dukes, yes. She's like a female John Dukes. Um, but um, anyway, she's very lovely. She's a very accomplished photographer and just a very cool person. And when I go to trade shows, I usually find LaVon and we hang out. And sometimes she'll drive me to Target if I need to. There you go. Anyway, but uh, she's going to be here next week. We're excited to have her. She's a very, very cool person. And so that's next week. She's our guest. We're going to be talking about mm -hmm. photography and who knows what else. But that's next week with LaVon. She's, 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 she's a hoot. Hoot. A hoot. Anyway, that's next week. Very, right. very, very excited about that. Uh, thank you to all of our sponsors. Yes, thank thank you, you to you guys for watching us live. Thanks to Christina and her awesome, awesome crew. By the way, our awesome crew, right? Jason and Dobson flew to the island of Belize where they were taping an underwater photography class shot in the water and on land. Uh, and it, apparently it went phenomenally well. Yeah. And they did such. And the instructor that, that taught it uh, sent, sent us a note just raving about how great our crew was. And our crew is great. Jason and Dobson and, and everybody here. We have the greatest video team in the world. With, the, of course, the noted exception of Juan. Just kidding. Just saying that because Juan's right here. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, we do. We have a killer, killer video crew. I don't know if we're going to get some good jib work now. No, the jib work's going to be sketchy now. But uh, I have to hand it to Christina. She's their boss, and she does a wonderful job and and putting and keeping uh, this this whole thing rolling. So we're very we're very very fortunate. I can't wait for you guys to see the class. It's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. Uh, shot on location because you know that's our thing we want to make it like you're right there with the instructor so that's one of our upcoming classes but uh, thank you guys for watching we appreciate it for everyone that is joining kelby one today welcome aboard we are glad to have you here and we'll see you guys next week live with levon hall on the grid let's go okay.